the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. All things financial. Talking money 101. And just trying to get you motivated to get saving. So you can live in the now and get by. Or you could start investing for the future and to, you know create some wealth. Up to you. I don't have a definitive answer for how you should go about this. But like I said, I can clearly tell you that uh, you do want to start thinking about this stuff sooner rather than later. A couple things. Um, you know, some of the basics going on out there today. Let's take a look at the market numbers. We got the Nasdaq up fourteen, the Dow up forty-two, the S P five hundred up six, oils up three sixty, sitting at eighty-seven thirty-seven. It's made a big two-day move. I don't know if uh, it's something you want to jump on, but it's certainly something you want to think about. Rents keep rising while home prices inch higher, as if record low mortgage rates and beating down home price is not enough to get prospective home buyers off the fence and buying. There's another factor. Rising rents. Rents rose 5.4% over the last 12 months, according to real estate website Trulia. Demand from former homeowners displaced by foreclosure and potential home buyers who failed to qualify for mortgages have helped since rents skyward. At this point in time, it's you know not the easiest thing to go out and get a house. You're going to find that multiple people are bidding on it. It's not a cheap process. Uh, homeowners can now demand that you... Do a rental application. In the Bay Area, where this show's heart is, although I love Seattle as well, but uh, renters in San Francisco are paying 14.7% more than they did a year ago. Now's not a good time to be looking for an apartment. Over the same period, asking prices on homes up just 2.5% in that same exact area. Uh, again, Texas, Fort Worth, Texas, up 15.5%. Uh, Edison, New Jersey, Colorado Springs, Columbus, Ohio. There's a lot of high rent increases around the nation. Phoenix, Miami, Cape Coral, Florida, all up. Phoenix up 18.9%. So that's just ludicrous. So good day to be a landlord, right? Unless you locked in your renter for three years. Uh-oh. Back in 2008, when there was a recession, you're like, oh, this seems like a good idea. It's funny to think about, but some people do uh, make that ever so slight mistake that they end up regretting. Facebook is in the news today. Sheryl Sandberg apparently is called the CEO of GM and said, hey, how can we get your business back? We'll give you whatever information we can to show you that people are seeing your stuff. GM in the news today as well. They reported sales of 248,750 vehicles, up 16% year-over-year. Toyota Motor increased their sales 
54%. But they didn't. That's heavily skewed due to the tsunami. Chrysler, the automaker controlled by Fiat, sales beating expectations in June as its deliveries rose 20%. Chrysler is going to be completely owned one day by Fiat. Fiat's upping their stake in the company. Other big headlines out there today that we have to, you know, tip of the hat to. Uh, Bob Diamond, the architect of Barclays Investment Banking Expansion, he resigned as CEO. That has been hit hard by a banking scandal. That they, there's a manipulation of the library going on. A lot of people gone. This is a guy, Bob Diamond, career, career banker. Sort of a Derek Jeter, so to speak, of bankers. Orders to U.S. factories rose for the first time in three months. But if you were awake yesterday, we talked about orders of manufacturing results weren't all that impressive. But future orders are good. We'll take them. We're not jumping up and down, but we'll take it. Hmm. There's a story I don't feel comfortable touching. Just the headline alone says, Rob, you're going to get in trouble. And on my left shoulder is the devil. Do it! Do it! Do the story! Do the story! Come on, we want to hear it! <laughs> and on the right side, Rob, don't do it. Breastfeeding won't make your children smarter. That's one of the headlines out in the world of business today. Was that, what does that tell you? It's true that children who were breastfed as babies have higher intelligence than bottle-fed children. But it's probably... The correlation is in the mother's brain, not her breast. A U.S. mother whose IQ is 15 points higher than her neighbor's is more than twice as likely to breastfeed. So smarter women tend to breastfeed. So it's not that the kid like starts figuring out where things are and you know is starting to take tests early, like go to the same place he went last or go to the belly button. I was not the smartest kid. When I was in seventh grade, I still thought babies came from the belly button. Like that doesn't—I guess that doesn't make me st- stupid. Well, I guess it kind of does make me stupid. But more importantly, it tells you that I was really well protected as a kid. <laughs> Fourth of July, our American Revolution cost us one hundred and one million dollars. Flags—you can get a little cheap one for five bucks over at Amazon.com—a three by five foot polyester. Or you can get one like I have, a 30 by 60 foot flag for $3,099. I don't really have a 30 by 60 foot flag, but it's a funny concept. Alcohol, big winner. You know, 4th of July isn't the biggest beer holiday of all. You would imagine it would be, but it's not. Wine is a big seller. Wine sells $489 million in sales. It's a lot of booze. Boozy booze booze in my belly, belly, belly. I love booze. Um, big day for DUIs tomorrow. Big day for disability and people losing their ability to earn income. If there's one thing I tell you, please, please have a designated driver. I can't get that across more. Microsoft is writing down $6 billion on a quantif. 
Um, what's to note about that is Google bought, double-click, Microsoft responded, Google did well, Microsoft didn't. Uh, it's a non-cash charge, means the company's probably going to post a loss for the quarter, even though they're going to make about $5.3 billion. It's just writing off goodwill. It's a way of lowering their market cap. It's a way of getting some uh, tax write-offs. Operating losses in online services <clears throat> in the last nine months, they've now lost $1.4 billion. Sales are at $2.1 billion. They spend a lot of money to lose a lot of money. Microsoft pays companies like Dell and Verizon to add customers, but at a pretty high cost. Revenue per search hasn't really been boosted. You can find me on Twitter, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show. I want listeners of the show to tweet me, get in touch with me. Touch me, it's so easy to feel me. Uh, tweet Rob Black Show or email me, Rob at robblack.com. Just say you're out there. Rob Black. You can find me at robblack.com. You're listening to Rob Black and your money on the Wall Street Business Network. Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Wow. Some of the claims I hear by financial products in advertising are crazy. Um, be cautious. Be smart. Know that there's no free lunch. And if there's free lunch, it's probably very expensive parking. You, you got to be smart, people. Like, way too easy to separate you from your money in this in this business world. SP 500 up five, Nasdaq up fourteen, Dow Jones Industrial Average up forty two, oil up three. All very very bullish. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. Chad, you are a financial planner. One of the things you try to do is bulletproof a retirement plan. One of the things that everyone knows is in retirement that long-term care insurance can be kind of expenses, expensive, but what are some of the other expenses people need to account for? Inflation. I mean, inflation is the biggest one. So, for example, a couple of years ago when Social Security um, had its first year where they didn't increase the benefit for people, right? Uh, we still had a double-digit uh, growth in cost for Medicare Part B, which comes right out of a Social Security check. Um, and then the year before that, there was a double-digit growth as well, um, which ate up more than the cost of living increase that was in Social Security. So inflation is the biggest one. When you're in your 80s, you don't eat out as much. You don't go on as many cruises and things like that. It's, so it's your health care cost that causes the biggest amount of inflation. So when I'm running a financial plan, most costs are going to run at 3 3 3.5% minimum right. uh, price increase in, in retirement. But you're, you've got to project out your health care costs and growing at 5 to 6%. 
with that said, that's not sexy. I think a lot of us delay thinking about retirement because retirement's not sexy. And then when we're in retirement, we really don't want to deal with these issues because yeah. it's, it's well, you know what I'm saying by sexy. It's just it's something we don't want to talk about. Well, the other thing is, is taxes that you've got to plan for. Taxes aren't sexy at all. Now, again, but, my assumption is I'm an old person. I'm not going to be paying a lot of taxes, but that's a false assumption. Well, yeah. I mean, if the dividend and capital gains tax is a tax that's likely to increase. I yep. mean, capital gains were at 27% when I got into this business, and it... 10 years you know, after the, I got into it, we went in this huge bull market. So that's one tax. And the dividend taxes, which a lot of my clients are benefiting from the low tax rates on dividends and capital gains, that could change. It will change. Um, income taxes, the, the lowest income tax could go higher. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sales taxes in the state of California, it's ridiculous. You know, if you have a million dollars retirement and anything you spend money on in retirement is 9 10%, you really only have $900,000 in retirement uh, just from the sales tax alone in the state of California. Or let's say you were a diligent saver, you ran a business, um, you've got a nice income in retirement. Well, guess what? Because of basically a success type of tax, you're going to pay twice as much for your Medicare Part B insurance than the guy next to you in the other house. How does that work? It's it's basically an income testing. They go, they go back and look at the last two to three years of income. And if you're over certain limits, you could pay two to three times as much more on your Medicare Part B as your neighbor. So the average person spends about 116 bucks a month on their Medicare Part B. You might be double that because your income's high. Our tax system is so broken in the United States. It's ridiculous. I mean, you got everywhere from the earned income issue where if you don't make under a certain amount, you actually get paid, right? Which is where H&R Block makes a lot of their money by people that, you know, kind of play that system, unfortunately. Um it's it's a very distorted situation. That's why you know dealing with some of these issues that we have, we've got to fix the tax code before we can fix the budgets in this country. But the thing that you really need to figure out too when you go into retirement and you're looking at bulletproofing your retirement is what are you really going to spend the first five years? Because most of the people that I see retire spend more money yeah. in the first five years if they're really going to have an enjoyable retirement. That might be a good idea though because the first five to ten years of retirement, you're still young and healthy and spry. And mm-hmm. then the next ten years, you start losing some stuff. That's right. So do those dream things that you want to do sooner than later. Cause like my mom, she's over 75 and she can't go to Egypt. She can't visit her grandkids. Like she can't do any of that. Working an extra two to three years and letting your 401k grow and your employer match kick in can make such a huge difference on enjoying that first five to 10 years of retirement, really how you want to enjoy it. Or, you know, maybe take some time off some sabbaticals, but really project your expenses, how you really want it to be. And don't forget about certain things too, in your expenses, like a new car every five to 10 years. Yeah. Um, and a lot of women that I'm seeing now because of the unemployment for college students um, and kids right out of high school is helping your family. A lot of people yeah. are having to change their retirement plan because their kids are depending on them and moving back in. And that's uh, something that you have to think about, too. What are your family dynamics? Who are you going to have to help? I think for my retirement, I saw On Golden Pond. Did you ever see On Golden Pond? Oh, yeah. Henry Fonda. You old poop. I decided I don't want to be old. <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I kind of want to go out before I'm 80. I want my light to, f- to flicker. That was a movie that should have never made a second movie on Golden Pond 2. Did they make it on Golden yeah, Pond 2? Yeah, it was terrible. I saw the porn version on Goldie Hawn. Not <laughs> not very good. You might want to recheck that last statement. <laughs> <laughs> I swear it's true. Wow. Anything else that we need to know? CFP Chad Burton with New Focus Financial. You should spend less time on the internet. It wasn't an internet. This was beta. <laughs> I think it was Betamax. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Peter. 
Laser disc. That's what no, you, okay. And for did the, you invest in laser For disc? the record, I never saw that. <laughs> I probably heard a late night comedian like Dave Letterman talking about it, and I probably stole it from him when I was a teenage boy. Okay. There you go. I never saw it. I swear. Is that better? Yes. New car every five to ten years. Is that realistic for seniors? Uh, usually it's about every ten years. But a lot of times people retire and they've had the same car, so it's a rotating thing. You've got to look at your car, your spouse's car. And actually project in there what year they're going to be replaced, um, kind of what the trade-in value is and what the value of the new car is, and project that cost in there. And also uh, other costs like maintaining the house. You know, If you're going to live in the same house for a long time, you're going Let's to be putting back. a new roof on, you're going to be remodeling every 10 years, um, that type of thing. I don't know if a lot of seniors remodel every 10 years. I've been in their homes. I know With that said, of- it's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. Welcome back in. I'm Rob Black. That was Chad Burton, and you can uh, find him. You can find him at chadburton.com, newfocusfinancial.com. You can find me at robblack.com. Twitter, Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. Uh, What else do we need to hit? European crisis is ebbing right now, so we're starting to look at the U.S. economy and are we struggling or not? Um. What's interesting to note about that is, has anything really ended at all in this European crisis? Or did they say, we'll do something? Last I saw on Friday, they said, we'll do, say, they said they'll do something. That's not doing something. Gasoline's moving towards $3 a gallon. Today, we got the S&P, the NASDAQ, the Dow, and oil all trading higher. Uh, when oil hits in the 80s, I buy oil stocks. When interest rates are below 4%, I buy stocks with high-yielding dividends. There's things, little rules that can make you a better investor, and I'll talk about that in the very, very soon near time. Uh, See, I don't understand this countdown. Ah, that's what he's doing. So he's doing a countdown to music. Got it. Getting on the same page. It feels like a holiday, doesn't it? SP 500 up 5, NASDAQ up 14, Dow up 42. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. What's your, on your mind? Um, I'm trying to help you to get to retirement. That's my number one goal. I want to teach you that when you hear commentary like, I'll help you protect on the downside and capture everything on the upside. No one can promise you that. It's illegal. But yet you hear it. Um, If you work in the financial industry, you have to be a fiduciary. And you can't say things that are misrepresentations. If you are going to save for retirement, you're going to sometimes get in way over your head. You know, everyone will have an opinion. Trust me. I know this. You know, the fundamentals of life insurance. If you work in the life insurance industry, 
you're going to have an opinion and it's probably going to be counterintuitive to mine. I'm a very, very big believer in you insure only what you can't afford to lose. And you don't willy-nilly go out and make claims on your insurance. You get health care because you might get sick and a heart attack's going to cost you $100 million plus dollars. No, I'm not. What am I talking about? A heart attack's going to cost you $100,000. That was funny. <laughs> Oh, what was I drinking last night? Somebody must have slipped me something. Oh, good God. So, yeah, you know, um, you insure your health with health insurance. But that doesn't mean you get every procedure done. So, you insure what you can't afford to lose. Term life insures your life. You don't need whole life. You don't need variable life. My grandmother just passed away not that long ago. And, you know, she lived all the way until, uh, she lived all the way until um, 95. You know, the good news was that she was in relatively good health for most of her life, but she lived a few years too long. Last few weren't great. You have to learn a lot of the basics. Like, you only need term life to cover the basic concept of your replacing income. You don't want to get rich by dying. You want to replace your income that your spouse and your children need so that they can properly mourn you, so they can properly grow up, so that the wife doesn't feel this pressure. I have a friend. I have a friend who got a divorce with two kids. And she instantly got a boob job, and she instantly is dating a guy 15 years older than her. She's no longer dating for love and money. She is dating 100% for taking care of her family. That's crazy. That's sad. So you get term life insurance. You replace what you can't afford to lose. You know, uh, when Grandma died, she had an oil well and a farm. She had great investments. She had a lot of cash. That's good. Um, she didn't need it. Are you with me? She didn't need life insurance the day she died. The day she died, she, her housekeeper got like $25,000 bonus because she'd been with the family for such a long time. And during the last five years, the house cleaner held her hand and, you know, did everything that they could. So don't go out and get whole life. You don't need it. Don't go out and get variable life. You don't need a life insurance that's also an investment product. You got to understand what risk is. You got to understand the game of the stock market versus the business of investing. You know, I've been studying this market. I've studied each year of the market all the way back to 68 in aggressive detail. There's an unlimited number of people with ideas about how to invest. The ideas sound good at the time, and you'll hear them. Red light, green light, software. I kid you not, there's companies that sell software that says, when the indicator turns green, that's the time to buy. And when the indicator turns red, that's the time to sell. Do you really think that would work? Do you honestly think something like that would work? 
Because if you do, you're a monkey. Why wouldn't our treasury buy that software and get us out of deficits? So there's an unlimited number of people out there with ideas. There's a lot of people who are paid commissions to sell financial products, and there's some who are actually paid to manage other people's money. A lot of people will tell you when they're right. No one will tell you when they're wrong. Values in the resulting stock prices of the stock market have increased 9 to 10% per year. If you just buy good companies and hold them long enough, returns will be 9 to 10%. Stock prices reflect the values of underlying businesses. So you got to watch out for the game of the stock market as opposed to the business of it. The game focuses on the most dramatic and volatile aspects of price movements. I'm pitching a national show right now, shooting sizzle reels on weekends. And it stinks because you you study every financial show out there, and basically most of them are business news. There's a couple shows like Susie Orman who sits down and tries to be practical, but she's just not that practical. I was forced to watch a Susie Orman show where, I'm not kidding, in one phone call, she said the word girlfriend six times. You listen, girlfriend. And I'm like, uh, if your name's Moesha, maybe you can get away with a girlfriend, you know, chatter. But when your name's Suze Orman, not Susie, Suze Orman, you can't pull that stuff off. Oh, Suze Orman stopping by the studio. Hi, Suze. Nice seeing you again. I like that uh, crazy-looking jacket you're wearing. It looks like a pair of pants that a a flamenco dancer might be wearing. Okay, stop by soon. So, oh, oh, she doesn't want to leave. Oh, wait, you're pushing your debit card that charges people to use a product that they can get for free? Or are you pushing your insurance uh, product where you make a commission off people? Or are you pushing buying a new car, which is buying a depreciating asset, one of the worst financials. So anyway, I was watching her stuff. And I will never get on. I, I, I'm trying to tell the producers, let's not even pitch this to CNBC. Because CNBC is in the business of, of drama. Normal people buy into the drama. They think there's winners. They think there's losers. They think there's gambling. And that can be very profitable if you're good at it. How many people do you really think are good at it? And do you think they're sitting at their home on the couch watching CNBC? Identifying a top or bottom does you no good unless you have the intestinal fortitude to act decisively. So quit trying to buy specifics. In 1987, Elaine Garzarelli became famous when she identified a short-term market top. She avoided the decline in October of that year, but then she failed to buy back into the market. So the advantage that she got by being right didn't help her. So be cautious on people who are like, I'm smarter than you. The best thing you could do is look at investing as a life. It's a pretty short life. It's age 20 to 60. That's your ability to earn income and fund investments. The best thing you could do is buy companies like Nike, buy companies like McDonald's, buy stuff that you know. If you don't want to do that, buy capitalism. Capitalism is small cap companies in the United States. If you don't want to do that, buy huge corporations who do volume, volume, volume. Large cap value companies, like I said, McDonald's, Nike. Even though Nike a couple months ago started having a PE that was too high. So you had to, you had to diversify your position and or just say, look, if it falls, I'm not going to be stressed. I'll buy more. 
I recently bought shares of ExxonMobil. Working with New Focus. Yields 2.8% integrated oil and gas company. They produce, they search, they refine oil. Do I think oil was sold on the day I was born? Yes. Do I think oil will be sold on the day I die? Yes. Central banks aren't concerned about inflation, so they've kept interest rates incredibly low. Increasing global liquidity, eventually inflation, eventually higher energy prices. Continued tensions with Iran in the Middle East. Dividend growth rate of 8.6% over the last five years. However, the dividend last increase was up 21%. I love dividends. Dividends, 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 dividends. I love dividends. I like companies that consistently raise their dividends. They generated over $24 billion in free cash flow in 2011, 13% increase. I own shares of Apple. I like Apple even more because they're doing a dividend now. 23% payout ratio combined with generated cash flows give the company wiggle room to increase dividends at a much higher pace than their competitors and peers. 70% revenue generated from outside the United States. AAA credit rating. Attractive valuations compared to historical averages. Now, if someone invents fusion and fusion cars, I'm screwed. But that's, that's my negative. I think it's got a low valuation. And then when oil went from 105 to 80, I'm like, I'm in. For the record, I also some Chevron Texco, but it's a small position. Just talking to you, trying to teach you how to do this. Someone asked me in the last hour to explain my recent purchase, and I did. I don't think anyone else in radio does this. Oh, let's take a break here. You can tweet me, Rob Black Show. Tweet me, Rob Black Show. You can find a podcast of this show at Rob Black and Your Money or at Apple iTunes. It's free. You can also find me at Facebook group page, I Hate Rob Black. Remember, tomorrow is a very dangerous day to be driving. So... Be cautious and be smart if you go out on the road and ensure what you can't afford to lose. Get some term life insurance and get some disability life insurance as well. You're the straw black and your money on the business network. There goes the last DJ who plays what he wants to play and says what he wants to say. Hey, hey, hey. You're listening to Rob Black and your money. On AM 1220, KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black, your money. I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblack.com. Twitter, Rob Black Show. YouTube, I do a video of the day that's dedicated to a business concept that hopefully will start teaching you how to become a better investor. Netflix subscribers watched 1 billion hours of video in June, more than an hour a day. You want to know how can, how can, how shall we say this? How sticky I am to Netflix? I have it. I'm not sticky in any way, shape, or form. And uh, Amazon, I got uh, the next day deals, they're prime where you order today and it'll basically be at your house two days later. You don't pay for shipping. You don't pay extra for it. You just buy shipping for a whole year. And you get basically a Netflix-like service online. So I'm not going to be all that sticky. Now, I've got a story about Reed Hastings, and I 
probably be a little careful telling this, but I'll do it anyway because I'm much more mature now. Ten years ago, I was interviewing Reed Hastings at CNET. He's the CEO of Netflix and sweet guy. Uh, you know, we've all used Netflix, I think. We all get the basic idea of something awesome is going to come to us, a DVD, which was so much better than a VHS. The sound was better. The pitch was great. Like, you felt powerful. Like, you would watch it with your girlfriend, a DVD, and you'd be like, I'm awesome. I got a big TV and crystal clear DVD quality. So we all loved it. You know, but Netflix is tapping into different eras now. Couch potatoes who hated Blockbuster in the video, video store. I mean, Netflix rocked because they didn't have late fees. But Netflix is using the mailbox. They're using the PC. They're using wireless. They're using, I mean, they're pretty crazy, the technologies that they have to continue to adapt with. They ship over 2 million discs daily. They're, gosh, you got to imagine the post office loves these guys. They made an agreement with TiVo, which gives TiVo customers with DVR models that are compatible access to Netflix libraries of 12,000 movies. So it's a pretty neat product. And they're a subscription-based company, so it's a pretty easy company to analyze. How many subscribers do they have? What's their cost? Their problem is that content's expensive. But anyway, back to Reed Hastings, Rob Black interview. And it's a little bit risque, so if you don't like PG-13, turn off the radio now. This show related PG-13. <laughs> you know I hate I'm not going to say what I hate right now. Mm, I want to so bad. Let's just say the guy who goes around saying psychological nudity. This show contains psychological nudity. (laughs) Monkey. Oh, Savage. If any of you are Savage fans, don't listen to my show. Please don't listen to my show. Savage is a nut. Uh, his wife went into, I had a girlfriend who worked at a dental office. And uh, he's like, I'm Savage. I get free dental care. Uh, and he was just a jerk to the employees. He was kind of mon- a monster, to be honest with you. Okay, so back to Reed Hastings. So Reed Hastings and I are C- at CNET. Uh, it's 255 2nd Street, something like that. Uh, real close to the ballpark. Young, happy, sexy place to work. He's got a great company. We're talking about this great product. And I said, just to be curious, I get your business model. Have you ever considered expanding it and using a green envelope instead of a red envelope? Because people get giddy when they see the red envelope. And he goes, why would I use a green envelope? People get giddy when they see the red envelope. And I said, because some people want adult entertainment and we don't want to buy it. It's an industry that's kind of like very expensive, Right? Those movies are like $80, $90 compared to like $6 for the latest Mark Wahlberg Ted movie on DVD. Like, it's nuts. And it, well, ultimately, the internet changed that anyway. But long story short, I can't do a long story short there, but I basically kind of got a little cheeky with him and said, have you ever considered getting into another business model? And he said, did you do your research on me? And I was like, yeah, well, it, you know, some. And he goes, apparently not because I'm the head of the Christian Coalition. I'm like, oh, sorry, my bad. And he's like, interview over. I'm like, my bad. It's a pretty funny interview to listen to. Someday if I ever, like, how shall we say, uh, lose my feet and I'm forced to sit down on a computer, I'll go through all my old interviews uh, 
can start posting. I interviewed Bill Clinton. I interviewed uh, uh, Peter Lynch. Peter Lynch was a monster. Monster to talk to. And you see him on TV and he talks about the stock market. And you're like, you're a sweet, gentle man. Not so much. Okay, let's end on a serious note. U.S. lawmakers must remove uncertainty created by the fiscal cliff. So says the head of the IMF, Christine Lagarde. She says the pace of deficit reduction in the short term should not sap the economic recovery that's expected to remain modest over the next two years. Growth in the largest global economy is expected to be about 2%. So removing the uncertainty of the fiscal cliff, some automatic cuts are going to start taking place next year, and it's going to hit hard, incredibly hard, the defense sector. Would I own defense stocks right now? I kind of would because the most money you could ever make on Wall Street – And this is a really good lesson. The most money you could ever make on Wall Street is betting against everyone else. When everyone thinks everyone's going to go up, you you say, I'm going to go down. When everyone says everything's going to go down, that's when you go up. If you're able to identify basically conventional wisdom, pop culture, that, you know, the herd mentality, you can do very well. Now, again, that's not always true. And that's one of the problems with Wall Street is it's easy for me to say, Avoid the herd. But then again, I'm part of the herd. I own shares of Apple. I own shares of Apple because it's got a low valuation. That's what I got for you. California lawmakers approve foreclosure protection law. There are a lot of foreclosure protection laws. Oh, good golly. Uh, reach out to me. You can find me at robblack.com. Did you like the show I did today? Reach out. You can find me, Rob, at robblack.com. Twitter, Rob Black Show. Twitter, Rob Black Show. Uh, this show will be put on the podcast, which you can find at Apple iTunes. It's free under Rob Black and your money. We'll take a break here. Be incredibly safe tomorrow. Happy Fourth of July. I'll talk to you on Friday. Network. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.